Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for worshiping with us. If you have your Bibles with you, if you would, go with me to Matthew chapter 11. And we're going to begin reading with verse 28. And this is the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what it says. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I was 18 years old, and I was fishing every chance I could get. Uh, between working at McDonald's, going to school, and playing basketball, my time was limited back then, um, but I still tried to fish every chance I would get. Um, I would go to lake, um, go to the lake, I would go to local farm ponds, I would go to different creeks, and I would walk back into the woods to find these uh, sweet honey holes is what we call them, right? Knowing every time your, 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 your bait hits the water, you're going to catch a fish, and I would search for those holes, and I would walk all over the place, and I would just trudge through the woods trying to find these holes. But in order to do this, I had to carry all of my gear with me. Now, I was a teenager, and I didn't have the money uh, to buy a nice boat, so I made do. And so I would spend hours carrying all of my gear, walking from spot to spot, just trying to catch the biggest fish I could get. And by the time that I was done doing this, by the time I was hiking through the woods and walking along the creek banks and going from pond to pond and then walking around the lakes, by the time I was done doing all of that and carrying all my heavy gear, I was exhausted. And by the time that I got home, I was ready for bed. But then one day, I met this sweet, blonde-haired girl. Now, this young lady loved to fish as much as I do, and we fished together all the time, and we still do. Um, but her dad is a fisherman and absolutely loves to fish. Well, one day, her father, who is now my father-in-law, invited me to go fishing with him. And I was so excited because this guy can fish. He has mounted fish everywhere, and um, he can catch some really nice-sized fish, and he knows how to do it, and he's taught me a lot. So I was excited to go fishing with him for the first time. Well, the morning came, and I pulled into, up to their house, and he likes to go out super, super early. Uh, he wants to get out there while it's still cool and stuff. Um, he likes to be out on the water bright and early when everything's still calm. Um, so when I arrived at their house, the sun was still down. And so I pulled in, and I put the truck in park. And then um, it was really dark out, but he turned the back porch light on. And there it was, sitting there in the light of that back porch, was his bass boat. And now it had been a few years since I had fished on a boat, but, but when we put that boat in the water and got in, we went from spot to spot all while sitting. I mean, these were good spots too, and we were catching some nice fish, and, and, the, and these were spots that would have taken me a long time to get to on foot because you'd have to go through the woods and all this stuff. But because of the boat, it made, fishing, it made my fishing experience easier. It made it comfortable. It made it more enjoyable, and I wasn't completely exhausted by the end of the day. You see, with the boat, I didn't have to lug around all my heavy gear. I didn't have to travel burdened down and exhausted with all of my heavy equipment. But the work wasn't done, right? I mean, by the time we got to the spots in the boat, I still had to work to catch the fish. But the boat just lightens the load. Now, I assume everyone knows where I'm going with this, yes? Every day, we are, we are bombarded with responsibilities, 
right? We have work, errands, bills, family issues. We have work issues, school issues, um, general life stressors, personal uh, conflicts, personal struggles. There's chaos, there's noise, there's anxiety every single day. It just seems like we are bombarded with all of this stuff. And then on top of that, we try to maintain a happy family. We try to enjoy entertainment. Maybe you try to go fishing on occasion. Um, But then you come to a church, right? And you sit down, and, and this is a place to be vulnerable, and you sit for a few minutes to, to praise and worship. But then the preacher gets up, and he starts talking about evangelism and discipleship. And those are great things, but then the preacher starts talking about all the work that you have to be doing. And it seems like, though, that you can never escape the stress and busyness of life and work, and you're just bombarded all the time with to-do lists and things that you have to do one right after another, and you become tired and you become worn down, you become exhausted, you feel as if you can't carry on anymore. It feels like you're trudging through the woods just carrying all of these burdens and all of these baggage. And then by the time you finally make it home, you sit down and you turn on the TV or you open social media to see what's happening in the world only to see that there's still just chaos everywhere. And then you turn on turn the channel to see what's happening in the election and oh boy, And it seems like the old saying is truer than ever, right? There's no rest for the weary. Well, last week when I introduced this series to you, Going Fishing, Lessons from the Fishing Home, I said we were going to be sitting together and letting our guard down and and talking about some things. Because that's what you do at a fishing spot. You, You sit down and you relax and you get comfortable and you let your guard down and you're just vulnerable to one another. And so you start talking to each other and you share things. And so, friends, what I want to do, and let me plainly ask you, and I'm not, I'm not asking this as some superior preacher, some guy who thinks that he's greater than he really is. I'm not. I'm, I'm just a guy, right? And I, and I want to be your friend. And so I want to ask you today, can I, I just want to plainly ask this, how are you doing? I really want to know, how are you today? Are, are you tired today? Are you worn down? Has life finally caught up to you? Does it feel like all you can do is just sit down and cry? Is that you today? If it is you, I need you to hear me, please. I want you to know this. You are not alone. Are you listening? You are not alone and I want you, I need you to understand this. Please, if this is you today, if you're just worn down, if you're tired, if, if life is just bombarding you, I, I'm sitting with you right now. Please let your guard down and hear me. There is hope. Don't think that it has to maintain like this. Don't think that this is just the status quo. I need you to understand that there is hope. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. There's your hope. Read it again with me. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There is so much hope in these words. This this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, talking. These these words of of our Lord have created so much healing to millions of weary Christians. Jesus in this passage is saying, stop carrying all of your gear. Stop holding on to the burden. Stop traveling from place to place alone with the burden of life on your shoulders. Jesus is saying, come into my boat and I will help you in this journey. I will lighten your load and I will give you 
rest. You see, just like me fishing in the boat, I I was no longer carrying the heavy gear, but I still had to work to catch the fish, yes? Well, God, he doesn't promise a life uh, devoid of hardship, but for those who have attempted to carry their own burdens and earn their own salvation, these are, these are words to, to a man in a desert who is dying of thirst. There's so much hope here. Jesus saw that, that, that humanity was harassed and helpless, and the sheep of his pasture were thirsty for living water. And what's amazing to understand is that he himself will lead us beside still waters for a peaceful drink. There is hope and joy in knowing this. And the words weary and burdened, I mean, that is such a perfect way to describe the state of men and women on earth, yes? I mean, that, that, you couldn't describe it any better. Weary, and some translations say heavy, burdened. That is such a perfect way to describe men and women, especially in today's world of, of, of busyness and, and hurrying around. It just seems like we are all weary and heavy burdened. But when we read this, that he will give us rest, there's so much hope in that. And our Savior, he beacons us to stop and look to him for rest. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15 says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. The truth is how hard it is for us in our flesh to do the one right thing that would be the easiest, and that is simply trust Him and lay our burdens on the Lord. Let, let, let's break down verse 28, shall we? Let's look at this together. Let's look at what it says. Jesus says, come to me. Jesus calls out to us, says, come, follow me. Come, uh, he says, come and be my disciples. He's always inviting us along the path that he's traveling. He will continue to walk faithfully. We must decide whether we will answer and follow. He's saying, come, follow me. His invitation is also an invitation to, to die to ourselves, to trade all that we have and to be made new in him. That's what we've been talking about on Wednesday nights, surrendering it all to Jesus. The struggle is, though, and, and so many are guilty of this, myself included, is that we, we think that we have to do it ourselves. We think that we have to be self-made people and, and carry the heavy load alone, and, and we have to overcome all the obstacles in our own way, and we have to allow the pride to set in, and we continue down this rugged path alone. But Jesus is standing there saying, come to me. Let me help you. Let me lighten your load. Put your gear in my boat. He's saying, come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus is calling us to him. He's saying, come follow me. Come be my disciples and I will show you what it is, what it means to have rest. He's calling to you, church. If you are torn down and and worn down and, and, and you're weary and burdened, Jesus is calling out to you right now. And then it says, all, all of you who are weary and burdened. What does it look like to be weary? 
Well, some, some may ask the question, what does it look like to have rest? Well, we can't ask that without first asking, what does it look like to be weary? You see, we live in a world that, 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 that promotes hustle and full schedules. There's, there's always another project to do. There's always another thing to do on our to-do list, another goal to complete. I mean, even in the midst of this shutdown and, and pandemic, um, we now have our, our quarantine to-do list because we're sitting at home and we're looking at all the projects that we have to do around the house. And we often idolize productiveness, or, or even we boast about it. We boast about our weariness. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm more tired than you, and we compare our schedules to others to see who is doing more. And this, my friends, I mean, it leaves us on empty. We're pulling from our own limited resources rather than Jesus' unlimited supply of life. We're, we, we are walking in the opposite direction of the path to rest. I mean, the thing is, though, looking weary, it doesn't look like these dark circles under your eyes or 2 p.m. caffeine crashes all the time, okay, right? We've, we've all experienced the, the mid-afternoon crash, and sometimes we do have dark circles under our eyes. But a lot of times, it, it isn't often that obvious. Weariness of the soul is often felt before it is seen. We hear those voices that, that we will never do or will never be enough. And in reaction, we do and we try to do more and more and more until there's nothing left to give. And then we are just weary and burdened and we just feel like we need to quit. However, Jesus invited us to put down our heavy load. He says, my yoke is easy. He says, my burden is light. Some may carry the yoke of religion, seeking to appease God by our own perfection. But this will never work in a fallen world and in fallen flesh. Others may bear, that, bear the, the heavy yoke of seeing justification through some achievement. We think that if we achieve this, then we'll be something great. Or maybe we're seeking the recognition of men and women. Maybe we're trying to seek the recognition of the world. And, and that just leaves us tired and exhausted because the world is never going to approve of us. Or simply, you are worn down by the trials of life. And the truth is, we're feeling the weariness long before anybody can see it on us. But church, hear me, please. Jesus is the answer to all of these. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. And look what he says. I will give you rest. I will give you rest, Jesus says. I remember fishing on the boat uh, for the first time with my father-in-law, and it was great. I absolutely love it, and I still love fishing with him. And as I remember looking back, um, all those times I was trudging through the woods, and I was, I was carrying all my gear. I just remember sweating and being exhausted. But sitting on that boat, it was amazing because I wasn't sweating. I didn't have to go through the woods. I was able to relax, and I was able to accomplish my mission, which was to fish. I could have a breath, relax, and just fish. But when we think of rest, it's, it's often got this distorted definition, right? Rest for so many often looks like a, a, a TV binge or, or a long nap. And while those things are enjoyable, I, I don't know about you guys, I, I love binge watching some, some Netflix series and I, I love taking a long nap. You can talk to my wife. But, but while these things are enjoyable, they give us a, a false sense. They, they give us a worldly sense of rest. But in Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, Jesus specifically offers us rest for our souls. You see, this goes beyond physical rest, like sleep or winding down from a long day with TV and, and comfort food. 
it, 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 it's not just a Sabbath without work either. I mean, this is a, a true rest for our souls. The rest that Jesus gives is, is unlike any other. It's reaching to the depths of our heart and our soul. You see, while the world constantly demands performance and conformity from us, Jesus gives us rest to stay in his unchanging presence. We no longer have to strive to be perfect because Jesus gave his life so that we could be set free. We find our perfection, we find our, our, our holiness in him. We gain spiritual rest as well as an eternal rest spent in the presence of God, starting right here and now with Jesus Christ, peace. Jesus offers us peace, which then gives us the rest for our hearts and souls. Now, this doesn't mean that we will have an easy life, right? Oftentimes, we think that when we accept Jesus, it means that everything's going to be all hunky-dunky and perfect. This doesn't mean that life will be easy once we accept Jesus into our lives and allow him to lead us. I mean, he tells us of hardship and rejection from the world. But when we have him, we can rest secure knowing his promises are good. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. Though it may be tough right now, though, though the struggles may be hard, and though the world may be bombarding us, we can have peace in the midst of all of this knowing that Jesus has our back and he's giving us his peace. And so friends, I'm going to ask you again because I, I care about you. I truly do. That's why I want to do this series so we can come together and let our guards down be vulnerable with one another. I'll be the first one to tell you, there are times that I'm just tired and exhausted. So I want to ask you again today, are you tired? Are you worn down? Has life finally caught up to you? Seriously, does it feel like all you can do is just sit down and cry? Please, I want you to know this. Our souls can find rest in the hope of Jesus Christ. You don't have to keep on carrying these burdens See, that's what we're looking for, for whenever our souls are burdened and restless, we're looking for hope and we're looking for peace. And the source to that is Jesus Christ. Our burdened souls only truly find rest in one place, Jesus Christ. The book of Psalms, chapter 62, verses, uh, verses five, and, five through seven, says, find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, and I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock and my refuge. Jesus knows that he is our salvation. He knows he is our fortress, our mighty rock, and our refuge. He is the one answer to every question, concern, fear, and need that we will ever have. And so, he simply offers us himself. For our hope is from him. Only in him will we find rest for our souls.